Ann Shockey, a former flower shop and boutique owner turned creative business coach. With over 23 years of entrepreneurial experience, I've tried all kinds of things. Some worked well, some didn't. Whether you're just opening your first business or maybe your third or you're somewhere in between, I've got you covered. From opening businesses to branding and niching to rebranding to marketing to managing a team of employees, all while having three babies, to successfully selling a business and then to starting the next one. I'll help you combine the practical day-to-day how-to's of business with empowering entrepreneurial mindsets to create a business and life that feels good to you. I'll help you start thinking like a successful entrepreneur so you can be a successful entrepreneur. If you want to get focused, get organized, be efficient, and stay on track, and brilliantly leverage that creative mind of yours, join me. If you're ready to feel confident in your business decisions, while also feeling more freedom and grace and ease around your business, this is the place for you. I created The Brilliant Creative for business owners who need a place to connect, who need a place to think big and see momentum in their creative business. And I did it because I love creatives. I am one. And I love all things creative. From makers to painters to photographers to interior designers to florists and bakers and course creators. I'm here to help you make more, work less, and feel good about it. And the coach in me wants to teach you how to navigate all those blocks that are often in your way. Want to make sure you never have to go back to that nine to five? You got to start thinking differently. So join me each week as we help you get clear, get a plan and get moving so you can live the life that you've always dreamed of. At The Brilliant Creative, you get to love your work. Let's begin. Okay, guys. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. Today is a good episode. It's a really good one, episode four. Listening to today's episode can be kind of a game changer for you guys. I say that because it's a topic a lot of creatives shy away from. It's money. You may have already guessed it. It's money. You know, sometimes when we say the word money, whether you're a creative or not, sometimes when we say the word money, we say it kind of quietly like we're saying a bad word. Do you know why we do that? If you said the word money too loudly in a public place, what would happen? People might stop and look, right? Or they would know that you were talking about money. And I'm kind of wondering, like, what would be so bad about that? Some of you have been taught to be really quiet about money. Some of you have been taught that it's impolite to talk about money. So... What if you are talking about money? Honestly, I think we all should get really good at talking about money. And as a society, I think we really need to get better. If you're a creative, you might have a complicated relationship with money. It might be hard to charge for your services. And oh my gosh, I could probably do multiple episodes on that statement alone. Or maybe the details of money are difficult for you to really get involved with. You might not feel like it's okay to have a lot of money. There are all kinds of things that come up for us when we talk about or even think about money. And that's why episode four, here we are. We're going to just dive right in. I'm not even giving you guys a warm-up. We're just diving in because at The Brilliant Creative, I want you guys to get dang good at talking about money. 
if money makes you uncomfortable, like as I'm talking, if you're like, eh, no, not going to do it, not talking, not, not listening, nothing. If it makes you uncomfortable, welcome. I welcome you and I want you to stay. I don't want you to go. If you feel a little uncomfortable, oh, please just get comfortable feeling uncomfortable. If money feels icky to you for some reason, or you have some money shame, which is so common, it's just so common, or it's just something you absolutely do not want to talk about, oh, please stay. Please stay and listen. This is one of the first steps to making it better. It's hard to improve something if you ignore it. If you stick with me for a while, I'll help you take some of the emotion out of money and money behavior. It takes a little work, but it's simple. These are really simple things that you guys can do. When you put in a little time, when you open yourself up to listening and learning a little bit about this stuff, you will be amazed with what can happen. Money coaching is actually one of the places people are blown away by the results. Often they're surprised by what kinds of stories and beliefs are floating around in their subconscious. When they become aware of them, they can then decide, hey, do I want to keep that belief or should I try and get rid of it? When I say stories and beliefs, if you don't know what I'm talking about, stay tuned. Today, I am super excited to share with you guys five common money blocks that could be holding your creative business back and what to do about them even if you've never heard of a money block, okay? So even if you don't even know what I'm talking about, oh, you just you just stay right there. Okay, so you might be wondering, am I, do I really wanna listen? Am I in the right place? Let's, let's find out. If you've ever said, wow, I'm awesome at this. I'm awesome at a lot of things, but money is not one of them. This is a good spot for you if you say that. Or if you've ever said, I just hate dealing with money, hate it, hate it, hate it. Yep. Stay tuned. Stay on. Stay on the podcast. Or if you've ever said, money's just not for me. I'm just not a person who's going to have money. Or maybe you've felt kind of like a dislike. Maybe you've disliked a person because they had a lot of money. Like someone was really wealthy and you just instantly thought, meh, they're not good people. Routinely, perhaps maybe you've paid bills late, even though you have money in your account. Or maybe you've lent money to family and friends to your detriment. That's very common, especially for the nurturers out there. If that's you, oh, you just you just stay tuned. If you've ever thought, actually, I think I might have some money stuff going on and I might like to take a peek at that. This would be a great, great spot for you. Now, some of you might be asking, oh boy, do I need to have a business to be here? Most of you probably have a business if you're here. But honestly, money coaching is for everyone. And if you are here, you're likely here because you feel like you have some money blocks. And that's what we're going to focus on today. I've chosen to discuss blocks that are common amongst creatives, but are present in many of us. Of course, join us. I have a lot of creative clients and I, and I really understand their brains, their gifts, their blind spots, where they feel guilt, how they work. So, you know, I often invite creatives. They are my people for sure. But everyone interested in removing money blocks is 100% super invited to listen. So what we are about to learn, three things. Number one, what a money block is. What's the definition of a money block? Number two, five beliefs that could be in the way of your success right now. 
And number three, a step-by-step method you can use to start ridding yourself of money blocks. And you can start today. So you will leave today with actionable intelligence, which if you've listened so far, you know I'm a big fan of. I'm not a famous internet billionaire. This is not about investing or making $1 million this week. I'm a business and money coach who loves to help clients thrive in business and life. At a certain point in your life or your business, these money blocks can seriously hold you back. I want my clients, and everyone for that matter, to have their head right around money. I want them to have powerful beliefs that serve them around money. You know, I sometimes tell my clients, I want them to be good friends with money. I want them to feel good, want money to feel good for them. Whether you're a teacher or a basketball coach or a therapist or a CEO or a a manager, a business owner, a person with a trust fund, a retired aunt, a neighbor, a truck driver, a dental hygienist, it doesn't matter what you are. I want money to be comfortable for everyone. I want it to be a comfortable part of the conversation. I want people showing up powerfully around money. I want everyone to have access to an organized, empowering, peaceful relationship with money. That's, I guess, kind of how I feel about about money and what I want for my clients and my community. You might wonder, Ange, what is a a mindset? Are you talking about this money mindset? Um, A mindset, again, I talk about it all the time, but a mindset is a way to look at a particular situation or to approach something. It's often a set of beliefs that inform your behaviors. When I say inform your behavior, that means it kind of um, really contributes to how you behave. I mean, really, what you think is what you do. So another way to talk about mindset is a view you decide to adopt around a certain topic or situation. So I want you guys to feel really comfortable with the word mindset because I use it all the time. So there's just a little, it's just a little insert. Um, You know, everyone has mindsets. Everybody does. Some mindsets are harmful. Some are empowering. Of course, I want you to have the empowering ones, especially why not choose empowering money mindsets? Why not choose ways of thinking about money that actually empower you to do better? You know, people who have good money mindsets are happier people. They're empowered. They usually have more money. They feel comfortable around it. Those people are able to do things for their families without worry or fear, right? They can send their kids to camp. You can really change the world if you are a person who has money, Uh, depending upon how you behave with money, you can really make the world a better place. It's just easier. I'm here to help kind of change the way we've been taught to show up around money. I would really like us to get better at it. And the first thing we need to do is change the way we think. So um, you guys, a quick model of human behavior, which I will, I will insert multiple times during, during the podcasts are your thoughts lead to your feelings. Your feelings lead to your actions. Your actions lead to your results. That is just the model of human behavior. And um, we use it a lot in coaching because it helps us help our clients change their results. Because if you change your thinking, you can change your results. So we are going to change your thoughts about money. Let's, Let's dive in. Let's just dive right in. First of all, what the heck is a money block? 
it might sound a little woo-woo. I think when I first heard it, it sounded a little woo-woo. So, um, so just give me, give me a second. Give me a second. Money block. Definition. A money block is a thought or belief that resides inside you that holds you back and prevents you from getting or keeping the money you want to have. Or it could hold you back from being the person you want to be around money. Or it could hold you back from doing the things you actually want to do with money. Another way of um, saying money block is limiting belief. You likely don't even know you have these blocks. They're harmful usually, and they don't serve us. You might be thinking, yeah, Ange, how could I not know that I have a money block? You know, no one really discusses this in daily life. I mean, have you ever heard of a money block before? Did you talk about it in high school or college or grad school? Have your parents talked to you about it? Have your friends, neighbors? I mean, if you had therapy at some point, perhaps the word money block came in, but um, it's really, it's not something people talk about in just daily life. Unless you have conversations that help pull your money blocks out of you and identify them, you would likely never know that they're there. They're kind of secret and they're they're kind of sneaky and they're limiting. So um, I'm going to give you guys some some of these money blocks and let's see which ones you resonate with, okay? Money block number one. Wealthy people, they're just born wealthy. I wasn't born wealthy, so I will never be wealthy. My family was poor, so I'll be poor. Now, for some of you guys, this will resonate. You'll, you might be like, oh, yeah, actually, I do think that. Uh, or I have subscribed to that belief for the last many years. Like, yeah, I, I think that's true. Other people will listen to this, hear this, and they'll say, yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. Like some people will say that doesn't make sense. Other, it just depends how you were brought up. Other people will say, yeah, that's, that's me. So um, be open to all of it, I guess, is what I'm, what I'm kind of thinking there. Okay, money block number two. I hate dealing with money. I've never been good at it, and I never will be. That's kind of a painful little thought. I hate dealing with money. I've never been good at it, and I never will be. Okay, money block number three. Money is hard. Getting it is difficult, and keeping it is harder. Money is hard. Okay, here's another one. It's not okay to want money. It's selfish. It's not holy or Christian. I should just be happy with whatever I get, whatever I have. That is definitely one. In, in my part of the country, that's definitely one. Okay, and here's one that is maybe a little bit more common for the teachers, the nurturers, and the artists. Uh, money block number five. I chose teaching, art, music, fill in the blank there. So I'll just never have enough money. I'm just never going to have enough money because I chose teaching or I chose art or I chose music for my life. That's a pretty limiting belief. You know, because I work with creatives, I always kind of break apart or open up the artist part a little bit. So here are a couple more that are kind of that starving artist teacher mentality. Um, I'm an artist. I'm not worthy of money. My product isn't valuable enough. I'm unable to charge enough for my product. I'm questioning the worth of what I provide. I can't charge what I'm worth. So that's kind of one of the artist thoughts. Just pulled out a little bit, colored in a little bit, maybe you'd say. That's what the artists would say. 
Another one is, I'll never make money because I'm a blank. Another one is, as an artist, money is not important to me. Do any of those resonate with you guys? So here's what we're going to do. I gave you five plus money blocks that you may or may not have residing inside you. We're going to unpack each one and we'll do it systematically. First, we are going to, um, I'm going to tell you why it's, why it's not helpful. Why it's not helpful to think that way. Then I am going to tell you, or I'm going to ask you if you have any of those. Like, do you have it? Do you have that, that belief? Then you're going to decide, would you like to change it into something that serves you instead? Would you like to change the thought? And then number four, I'm going to offer some options to replace the block, some different, more empowering thinking. Then number five, you get to adopt, you know, one of the new mindsets that I offer, or you could create your own. The goal is it must serve you and it must feel good to say. It must feel good to say. Okay, so um, here is number one. Uh, Here's the money block I gave you guys. Wealthy people are born wealthy. My family was poor, so I'll be poor. This is kind of an identity that people take on. It says, here's who I am. Here's who we are. Here's who my family is. There's no changing it. I have no power. I'm not in control of my life. That's what that statement says. When you kind of stay in this space of thinking and let this thought live in your subconscious, you're letting old money stories be in control. I would ask you, would you prefer to be in control? If so, decide. Decide whether this is a belief that serves you. Yes. No. If not, let's choose one that does. Here are some options for the first of the two thoughts. Here's one. My money story is my own. It is not my parents' or my family's. My money story is my own, and I can write a new one. Or maybe this one feels good. Basic. I am in control of my financial life. I am in control of my financial life. Do either of those feel good? Do either of those pull you forward? Okay, next one, number two. I hate dealing with money. I've never been good at it and I never will be. So let's break this apart just a tiny bit. Oh boy. I mean, think about this. The more you say this to yourself, the darker your money life gets. If you hate something, will you move towards it? If you say, I hate money, I hate dealing with money, are you going to move towards it? How likely are you to show up brilliantly around money if you're constantly saying, I hate money? Okay, here's some options. Instead of that, what if, what if you said something like this? I am becoming a person who's friends with money. Or you could say, I'm becoming a person who's starting to consider liking money. So those are two options you could just start with. Here's another one. When I have help, support, and guidance and inspiration around money, it's easier to complete basic money tasks. I'll say that one more time. When I have help, support, and guidance and inspiration around money, it's easier to complete basic money tasks. Okay, try this one. This is another good one. You, you might want to adopt it if it sounds good and feels good to you. I am starting to get good at my financial details. Or maybe you want to say, I routinely relax into Good Money Monday or Finance Friday. I allow time to really show up the way I want to around money. 
Does that fit for you at all? Here's another one. This is for the gardeners in the group. This is for my creative, outdoor, earthy gardener people. I set time aside to honor my hard work by tending to my financial garden. I set time aside to honor my, my hard work by tending to my financial garden. Does that one work at all? Okay. So now here, did you see what I did? I've given you guys several new thoughts that you can adopt around money. And if any of them feel good, just remember it. You'll be able to go back and pick out ones that you like. So here's number three. Number three was money is hard. Now, money is hard comes from so many parts of our childhood, possibly watching parents struggle, parents arguing about money, parents getting divorced over money. You can imagine as a child seeing your parents with like stress-filled facial expressions. Whether good things or not good things were going on with money, money usually provided stress, it seemed, for parents. Um, sometimes people would fight over who's doing the bills. Uh, you, might, you might also have heard thousands of times, better work hard if you want that. If you want that, if you want that kind of life, you're going to have to have a whole bunch of money and you're going to have to work hard. That, I mean, that is where people learn, oh, money is hard. Money was portrayed as hard in certain homes, but in other homes, it was portrayed as easy. If you were raised in another home, would you have a different view of money? Would you maybe think money was easy? Would that affect the way you show up around money today? Let's see if any of these beliefs are more attractive than money is hard. I'm going to give you a couple more good ones. Here's, here's a good one. What do you think of this? I can be good at anything I choose to focus on, including money. I can be good at anything I choose to focus on, including money. Or maybe money gets easier when I establish routines and systems that help me organize my money life. And I will tell you that that is just true, true, true. Money gets easier when I establish routines and systems that help me organize my money life. Here's another one. I am becoming a person who's good friends with money. Money and I are working together towards financial freedom. I'll say that one more time. I am becoming a person who is good friends with money. Money and I are working together towards financial freedom. Here's another good one. The clearer I am about who I am, who I serve, and what the value of my product is, the easier money becomes for me. Try this next one on. Modify it if you like. Money flows to me naturally through my talent. My clients happily pay for my goods and or services and appreciate the value of my product. And one of my coaches would say, and then you should add, they can't even wait to pay me. That's what she would say. Does any of that fit for you guys? Okay, number four. Here's the money block. And then remember, I'm going to tell you all the good stuff that you could replace it with. The money block is it's not okay to want money. It's selfish, unholy, not Christian. You might even have um, felt like it's not feminine to want money. So a question for you guys is how awesome are you when you are stressed or worried about money? How awesome of a friend are you? How awesome of a mom? How awesome of a husband or wife or son or daughter or sister or brother? How awesome are you when you are stressed and worried about money? 
How much more awesome are you when you are free from money, stress, and worry? Here's a fresh mindset that you might want to adopt. I am better able to be my true authentic self when I am free of money worries. Wanting money for an authentic life and to be free of worry is honorable. How about this one? Wanting money to use as a tool to create more good in the world is more than okay. It is beautiful and brave. Does that resonate at all with you? Here's another. It's okay to make money. Money creates opportunities. I use money to make the world better. It feels good to secure a positive financial future. How about this one? Me having the money I need to live the life I want makes me more able to serve the world with my gifts. Everyone benefits. Family, neighbors, friends, community, world. I love that one. Okay, you guys, here's number five. Here's the limiting belief for the money block. I chose art, teaching, so I made the choice to starve. And then my question to that is, really? Aren't you just as deserving of a life free of money stress as anyone else on the earth? When we stay in this space of thinking and we let this thought live in our subconscious, we're really giving our power away here. And actually, if this is you, you could take it back. Would you like to take some of your money power back? If you would, let's do it now. Decide whether this is a belief that serves you. Yes, no. If not, let's choose one that does. Here are some options. My creative brain gives me the ability to create multiple streams of income that feel good and come naturally to me. Or perhaps you like something like this. Brilliant money choices are available to anyone and everyone. Making great choices with the money I do have now can help create wealth. Or maybe this one. I set time aside to dream, to think, to brainstorm, to see what my business is financially capable of. Or here's another. As an artist myself and a lover of art history, this one pulls me forward. Each piece of money is a work of art and a celebration of our history. The more art and the more history, the better. Here's my last one. As an artist, I can build, create, make, or develop anything. I have multiple methods and options to use to market and sell. If I can sell one, I can sell thousands. You guys, there you go. Five money blocks identified, along with many of their related blocks, and then what to replace them with instead. You might be like, okay, Ange, you just read all those, but what am I supposed to do with them? Here's what you need to do next. You need to type one or two out, write them out, journal them, do something with them, post them in front of you so you see them daily, all over. And then um, say them, say them out loud. If you're on your treadmill, say them out loud. Make them crowd out your old thinking. Bring in the new good thinking and say goodbye to the old thinking. You could sing them. You could run and repeat them. You could move and shout them. The reason why we kind of want them, we kind of want to get them like associated with some of our muscles, which is why it's great to move and shout them out or run and repeat them. Do it every day. The more you do it, the more likely they will be crowded out. This is just kind of like step one stuff. If you need to go deep on this, there are certainly more things you can do. But, you know, uh, this is a podcast. It's not an actual coaching session, although it's 
it might be, hopefully it's really helpful. Okay. So you guys, we want you to retrain your brain. And um, when you're saying these new ones out loud, I want you to see, think, feel, and imagine that these are true. Write them, post them, read them, surround yourself with your new empowering mindsets. Use your favorite one, maybe as your computer background or your laptop or your phone background. Immerse yourself in it. When you notice negative thoughts or behaviors coming up, say to yourself, three, two, one, take a deep breath, and then repeat your favorite mindset. Now, there is some science to what I just told you guys. I said, when you notice negative thoughts or behaviors, say to yourself, three, two, one, take a deep breath, and then repeat your favorite mindset. I'll go into the science of that in maybe another episode. But for now, just trust me that that is a great first step for you. So let's wrap up. I want to know if you guys learned anything new. Did you identify any old thoughts, blocks, or beliefs that are kind of residing in your subconscious? Did you do that? If so, do you feel like you could crowd out some of your old money blocks with new empowering beliefs? And would it be possible for you to repeat those new beliefs as soon as possible and as much as possible? If so, awesome. Congratulations. You've achieved the goal of this podcast, which was to make you aware of some of your possible limiting beliefs and what you can do about them. And as I'm, as I'm talking, I'm kind of wondering, what's coming up for you right now? Do any of these thoughts resonate with you right now? You're thinking, you might be thinking, hey, um, you know what? I, I could maybe show up differently around money. Maybe you're thinking, I, I would like to be good friends with money instead of not being friends at all. Maybe you want to feel kind of peaceful around money. Is that happening for anybody? Or maybe you want to start thinking differently about money. And this is, you know, this is one place to start. You might be ready to be in charge of money instead of money being in charge of you. You're ready to be done worrying about money. You want it to play maybe a different role in your life. Or maybe you want your business finances to be really organized so you can set some simple financial goals. Some people start thinking about that when we're talking about money for business. You might want to feel on track. So can you see how it's possible to show up differently around money? My clients who want to dive into this will do some one-on-one sessions specifically on money coaching. If you're thinking you want to go a little deeper with your money mindset, your money stories, or your money blocks, consider signing up for our Money Love Bootcamp course. It's a three-month coaching program from January to March, all about improving your money mindset. It's life-changing. People who've gone through parts of it have have said it is life-changing. If you want to know when that course opens for enrollment and you want to get on that waiting list, you can go to angstocky.com forward slash money list. So that's www.angstocky.com, A-N-G-S-T-O-C-K-E.com forward slash money list. And you will be the first to know when enrollment opens. Enrollment will open for a certain period of time and then it will close and we will go through the course with a specific number of people for 90 days. And then it's likely we won't offer it until 
2023. So it's something I'm offering 2022, the beginning of each year. Okay, you guys, I hope that this was so helpful. I hope that you guys got something great, eye-opening, valuable. I want you to stay tuned for our next episode which is with Missy Lukanen from The Little Green Bean. Missy is a maker who's had amazing success with her online business. Missy currently has about 76,000 followers on Instagram. And earlier um, in these past months was selected as a Michaels maker. Her gigantic picture was hanging from every Michaels in the country. As her business coach, I was freaking out. I mean, I walked into Michaels and I was, it was probably sort of embarrassing. Anyway. Like a complete nut job in Michaels. Okay, come and learn, you guys, all about Missy, how she built her beautiful creative business and her amazing craft room on the lake. Let's learn what's happening for her now and what's coming up in her future. She's got a great story. Hope to see you in the next episode. Bye.